the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live on The Word, AM 880 and 104.5 FM. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Before we go any further, we're going to talk to Frank in Columbus. Frank, welcome. You're up next. Hey, Bob. Two-time hey. Corona survivor. I'm just wrapping up the other the other infection right now. Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it in 2020 when it first hit back in March of that year, and then yeah. uh, I got the Omicron. Tum, tum, tum. Yeah, last Friday. So I'm surviving. I guess you know. <laughs> were your uh, were your thing- were your symptoms severe at all? Um, you know what? I ended up with a fever. I still don't have much of a taste, but eh, it's coming back. But okay. fever, right. sore throat, mostly the fever, um, and, and just fatigue. I yeah. slept a lot. So, okay. All right. <laughs> so this is twice I've well, had I, it. Well, I'm glad twice you're feeling better, it. Frank. I'm glad you're feeling better. Well, you know what? I did have a, well, there was a moment when I woke up in the middle of the night with a little difficulty breathing. I had a, a bunch of crud in the back of the throat, you know, but I, once I cleared that, I was okay, and then after that, that was it. But anyways, Bob, so this whole thing with the corona thing, it, okay, so, so like, I got a friend, of, well, my best friend, she's a nurse at OSU. They got people in there from the National Guard, and of course, their leader is sending some more, um, and basically, they're just standing around. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's really not a whole lot for them to do, I mean, unless they're, uh, you know, doctors or whatever, but, but they're, they are shorthanded at OSU mm-hmm. where they've actually had to close um, units down, okay? But, you know, that's because we're forcing people out because we've got to get the vaccine. So, and the other thing that they're finding, too, is that, like, like my friend, when she treats some of these patients, they're marked as COVID positive, but that's not what they came in for. That's not what they're there right, for. They probably right. got the COVID while they're there, and actually, the the Good credit to the governor of New York. She's asking, even even though, you know, it's New York, she's asking questions about that exact same thing. How many of these people are in the hospital, have COVID, but aren't sick, number one? And number two, how many are there that that they just happen to have COVID while they're there for a hip replacement or whatever it may be? And the numbers are really low. This whole thing was blown so out of proportion well, all along. And, and it's interesting because we're two years into this, Frank, and just, it was either yesterday or the day before, for the first time, the director of the CDC said, you know what, uh, I think we're going to start releasing the actual numbers of people 
who were hospitalized from COVID and with COVID, and those who died from COVID and those who died with COVID. Because way, 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 way back at the very beginning, we were told, and it was immediately buried by the press, that probably 80% of the people who died and were counted as COVID deaths did not die because of COVID, but they died and had COVID. They died of another disease, but they did have COVID. And and again, that was almost two years ago. We were told 80%, and then it was buried... And finally, just a couple of days ago, the CDC said, you know, maybe we sh- maybe we should start reporting those figures. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> also, also, two other things, Bobby, real quick. Um, they, they've come out and said that, you know, 75% of the deaths were people that had a comorbidity already. They just came out with that the other day, too. Yeah. World Health Organization is now saying, forget giving boosters. Forget mandates. Don't give any more of these mRNA shots. They're not working. They're not doing anything. And I don't know if you saw that or not or talked about it, but they're, they're, they're concerned about giving too many of these shots, what it may do. They don't know. So now they're talking about, you know, no mandates, no more shots. They've got to come out with something better than the mRNA shot, which I wouldn't take anyways, yeah. but, you know, that's a personal choice. Anyways, Bob, I'll let you go All right. That, All right. Thanks, Frank. Bye. All right. Thanks. Glad you're feeling better. Um, and by the way, speaking of the RBNA, whatever, uh, Israel has developed a COVID vaccine that has been developed the same way other traditional vaccines have been developed, rather than through genetic manipulation and so forth. I haven't heard much about that recently. And just one other thing. Uh, Someone sent me uh, an email, and I can't remember the source, but they said that these so-called vaccines are not really vaccines. They're phylacteries, but uh, not phylactery, pardon me, prophylactic, but they're not a vaccine. By definition, a vaccine like the polio vaccine, smallpox vaccine, makes you basically immune to the disease. And that's what we were told when these so-called vaccines first came out. If you take it, you're 96% certain you will not get it, cannot get it, will never get it. Remember that? I mean, that was that was what we were told. And then it slowly changed. Well, yeah, you'll actually, you'll probably get it. And if you're vaccinated, you probably are more likely to spread it than someone unvaccinated. But it won't be as severe. And that seems to be true. But a vaccine, by definition basically makes you immune to whatever disease it is. And so, from a technical standpoint, these are not real vaccines. And I'm just throwing that out because someone sent it to me, and it certainly makes a lot of sense. Uh, Joy and I were, were driving around Westerville a couple of days ago, and it was time for school, and there were, we were passing by an elementary school, and there were all these kids coming to school, and um, most of the children, not all of them, but most of them were walking outside on their way to school on the sidewalk with masks on. Most of them. 
because they're required in school. This is interesting. The uh, government of Great Britain just concluded a massive research study in Great Britain as to whether masks do anything for children in school. Thousands of children, hundreds and hundreds of schools, and the result was inconclusive. They could not prove that masks did a thing. The difference between the schools that required masks and those that did not was statistically insignificant. There was no scientific—this is Great Britain, and this is a study conducted by the government— In Great Britain, there was no proof, no evidence whatsoever that the masks did anything. However, they found that 94% of school leaders and teachers said it made communication between teachers and pupils more difficult. Of all of the conclusions... Do they help? We don't know. Do they not help? We don't know. It's inconclusive. In uh, spite of all of our research, all the studies, the difference between the mass and the unbasked, insignificant. But 94% of teachers and staff said it made communication much more difficult. So the only thing conclusive about this mask study in Great Britain, it hurts communication, and it ultimately hurts the kids from communicating. And I keep saying this, there is no hard scientific evidence that masks in schools accomplish anything. There's just, there is no Evidence that masks in school actually help. And yet, again, Joy and I are driving, and here's all of these kids, and they're wearing masks. I'm thinking, why? No scientific proof, no evidence whatsoever. And we're forcing children to wear masks with no real scientific justification whatsoever. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I don't know that actually any time in my life I've seen any topic, any subject where there was more confusion 
and contradiction than this whole COVID thing. And allow me, please, to repeat what I have said over and over and over again. When all of this is done, oversettled, whenever that may be, I think we're going to look back and realize that almost everything we were told was wrong. That's why I find it so troubling when we see an entity, whether it's a government or a company or a judge, that gets strict about the science of COVID. Because as I said, almost everything we have been told is wrong. Again, like when the vaccines came out, 96% effective, you get it, you get the vaccine, you will not get it. Think of how that's changed. Nobody. Now, all of the experts were saying that a year ago. All of them. I don't think you would find any exception to that. All of the experts were saying vaccines are safe, 96% effective. If you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. Fast forward. Nobody is saying that. So settled science has taken an absolute 180 on that. So how can we be strict and rigid knowing that what we assume to be true now could very well be not true in six months. Which brings me to the story, this is in Canada. Sad, tragic. A judge up in Quebec, Canada, has canceled a father's visitation rights to see his 12-year-old son. Parents are divorced, The mother has primary custody, but the father has visitation rights until this Canadian judge revoked his visitation rights and said, you are not allowed to see your own child. The child is 12 years old. Now, why has the father's visitation rights been canceled? The father is not vaccinated. The father is not vaccinated. Here's what the judge said, and I quote, It would normally have been in the best interest of the child to have contact with his father, but not in his best interest to have contact with him if he is not vaccinated and is opposed to sanitary measures in the current epidemiological context, said Judge Valancourt, as reported in a Canadian newspaper. Now, what do we know about the science of children and COVID? It's not very dangerous to kids, particularly a 12-year-old. COVID is just not dangerous to a 12-year-old. We know that. Nobody disputes that. And yet, here is a judge saying, oh, you can't, see your, you can't see your son because you're not vaccinated. It wouldn't be in the best interest of the child to see if, you, if, if you're not vaccinated. That's insanity, and personally, I think it's evil. Speaking of evil, again, in Canada, this time in British Columbia, a uh, 
little boy, four years old, is battling cancer. His parents are staying at the Vancouver Ronald McDonald House. Now, the child is spending time in the hospital and with his parents in the Ronald McDonald House. Four-year-old child is battling cancer. The Ronald McDonald House is evicting the entire family, including the four-year-old battling for his life with cancer. Why? Because the parents are not vaccinated. Yeah, they're, they're kicking him out, throwing him out, because the parents are not vaccinated. And the uh, brand new policy says that all adults and teenagers must scan their, quote, vaccine passports at the front desk before they are allowed to enter Ronald McDonald House. Now, is this in agreement with settled science? Well, that's the problem. What was settled science three months ago is not settled science today. And yet, these folks at the Ronald McDonald House in Canada are so rigid over science that will probably change dramatically in the next two months. They're evicting an entire family and a child battling cancer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.